Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation watch your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do, stumble through. Hey folks, and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I am your host, Paula Arujo. I'm a writer, theatre creator, and a marketer. And this week we're talking about private health insurance. And I'm joined here by Dominic Murphy. Hello. Hey, can you hey, introduce yourself? I certainly can. So Dom for sure. It's only Dominic when I'm in trouble. Oh, shit. Um, what do I do? So I am a professional film editor. I um, also specialize in videography. So I do social media content and I've also worked on TV commercial work. And I honestly don't know what else I would do. Well, uh, you've got your moving image. Oh, you were going to say That's right. Else. Yes. So yeah. my, um, I have my own video business as well, which is Dominic Murphy moving image, which and you we can, can find that you can find that on Instagram at, at DM underscore moving image, where you'll see links to my websites and my work. I've, I never plugged myself before. So that's an interesting <laughs> thing to go through. Um, and yeah, so I've, and I've just very recently started working for an advertising company as their Ooh. full-time editor. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yes. Yeah. Grown-up jobs. Grown-up jobs, them. yeah. But they ha- yeah. So doing projects with QUT, Bundaberg, Run, mm. uh, and some other big companies as well. I can't say too many. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Fancy, fancy, yeah. So I can't <laughs> complain. Yeah. But I've never had full-time work before. So that's mm. an interesting strategy because like being a freelancer, going into full-time is a very... It's a big leap, yeah. especially, but the joy is I don't have to work in hospitality anymore. Ooh, and we're just, we're in joy. Fortitude Valley and I've got to give a shout out to Ben's Burgers, Best Burgers in Brisbane. <laughs> I used to work there. So, I mean, I, d- I mm-hmm. don't miss working behind the bar, <laughs> but they're a great bunch of people and you should go check them out if you're ever hungry. Definitely. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'll have to. Yeah. yeah. I, you've convincced me. Okay. 100%. <laughs> there's, there's a meal right there. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So. But that's not what we're here insurance. to talk about. Yes. No. I mean, well, look, if you... I suppose want to, how do we shoehorn burgers sho- into private health insurance? Well, I guess you could debate what's the best burger, but I mean, that's a whole other episode in <laughs> itself, really. I mean, you could be here all day. I it's mean, so subjective. What is such like? Yeah, like the placement of the tomato, I have learned, is a is a big thing. Sauce so, consistency mm, and everything. Exactly. Sauce consistency? Mm. Ooh, that's... The, there's a blog out there. There is like a blog. There is a an Charles e- Boyle yeah. style blog. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So private health insurance. Um, you told me that you decided not to do that thing. Tell me about that. Well, I turned 25 last year and I basically was told that when you turn 25, you've got to get your own private health insurance. I go, Mm. okay. Because for a long period of time, like being the youngest of five in my family, I'd always been on the same with Medibank Mm. for a long period of time. And I also never get sick. 
which was another factor why I chose not right. to go. I even went to Medibank and yeah. I sat down with somebody like lovely lady and she mm. was very nice and she gave me a quote about how much it was going to cost. Mm. And it was in the three digits, which is probably more than I expected mm. just for the most basic things as is well. Is that like per annum? Or? Per annum, yeah. Okay, cool. And but, well, like if, so per, per annum and with a monthly fee going out mm. for my care. But as I say, I never get sick and I never- Fuck you like, as a side note, just screw you, <laughs> screw you and your amazing immune luck. system. It's just seriously luck because like to this day, I've never broken mm. a bone in my body, mm-hmm. knocking on wood <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> And the only thing I had really bad, there was a third degree burn to my hand, which, yeah. but that was all covered by work cover. Oh, so like all the, so to give a bit of history, like that was probably the only major thing that I can think happening to me in a physical or health way was mm-hmm. that all this, I was a dish pig back in the day and I had a poached egg pot fall over my hand in the sink because the mm-hmm. chef clearly didn't see I had a hand in there. So all the skin on my right hand and all my four fingers got completely burned off. Delightful. And this was the week of my high school graduation. Oh, fuck. So all my formal photos, like, I'm bandaged <laughs> up, but that the right hand is behind the gut. It was a good Conveniently sto- hidden. Well, it's a good story to tell, but at the same time, like, it was, but even then, like, that was the first time I mm. became aware of health Your insurance or my, and my mortality. Your yeah. fragile human body. Exactly. Mm. But I mean, I was very lucky. It could have been a lot worse. But yeah, under, going back to the Medibank thing, like, I sat down with somebody and I just basically was given a quote mm. and I thought it was too expensive. And I also said to myself, I've got five years to worry about this before I have to start paying the tax. Mm. If I make enough money by then, like, I mean, who knows what I could be doing in five years. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. And I just basically made this up. And I, I still have my Medicare when I do need to go get anything health related. Like if I want private things taken care of, then I may not get that, which that's Okay. Because I very rarely go to the doctors. I mean, and also I hate doc- like dentists as well. Like all those the medically sidey thing. Like when I do mm. go, I just find myself to become really miserable. I don't know what it's a self. You don't thing. like the the clinical kind the of clinical side. The no sterile white waiting room with the magazines that have been there since two thousand and five, and the smell of that very particular disinfectant slash room spray that they use. How did you know? <laughs> well, I spe- I have spent a lot of time in doctor's offices in my day. So, mm. I mean, like I'm very much skewed against that because I have had like a history of very poor health. So um, I, in case you didn't realize listeners, I am very much pro private health and I will be investigating which one I will go with later this year because I too turned 25 and that doesn't scare me at all. Not a little bit, not even, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't ask me about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so what do you do instead of taking up private health? Like, do you, um, do you self-insure? So do you put like a little bit of money aside every month? Yes, yeah. I self-insure. So I have in my bank account alone, mm-hmm. I think there's about five accounts, which is my every day and then there's my savings mm-hmm. and then there's my car and then mm-hmm. there's my rent and then there's my health. Ah. And I was actually the six, so for taxes. Oh, so, clever. So you've got like little separate things. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so clever. Well, it's also because when it does get to end of financial year, I've got to make sure that I actually have money set aside. Yep. Otherwise I'm going to give people some money. It has happened. Oh God. No, I, I can imagine. I it think has that happened. happened to but me I mean, once. and again, <laughs> like if I have, if I ever needed to get anything health related, then I would spend that. Or if mm. I, for example, probably the most recent thing I can think of was Specsavers told me that I need to get glasses because mm. I have early signs of long distance Ah, things, which is fun. Well, it's long hours, like working with cameras, working in editing suites. Like you've got a whole bunch of like blue screens in front of you. Yeah. Well, it does get to the point though, like if I have a lunch break or I'll take Mm. a walk or you just read a book as Mm. a distraction because I know that it's going to be wary on me. Um, But yeah, in terms of that money, so that's Mm. what I do. So I put money aside when I do need to spend money on my health, Mm. which is very rarely. 
So, I mean, like you're, I think you're, this is just me. I think you're getting a little bit scared. I think you've got to wait till you sit down with somebody. But also if you are going to do it, mm. see who gives you the best quote and see who yes. gives you the best one. Because there are so many people mm. who will give you an option, like those big corporate mm. ones to the media level ones. I mm. mean, it really depends on who you want to go with. And also if you can afford it. Yeah. Because it's so expensive. I mean, think it about is. it. You could travel to, you could have a holiday mm. with all the monthly spending you're spending on healthcare. Yep. And you're 24 going on 25. Mm. You're, you're a young, very successful and pretty girl. So thank you. you See, I just to- wanted him to come in and say that on tape so I can <laughs> have like that little smidge, that smudge of validation well, like, to get myself through the weeks. <laughs> well, it's true. But also like you, you don't you need to necessarily worry about it just yet. Like you could wait a year. You could wait two mm. years is my argument. Like well, you, you don't have to get it right away. No, no. So like in terms of the, um, let me let me get the right term here. I I have a document, folks. Mm, yeah, I, I did my fucking research. Heck yeah, gonna win this debate. <laughs> um, so it's lifetime health cover loading. So we actually have until the year that we are thirty one that we don't have to have private health insurance and we won't get penalized. But um, okay, so I'm quoting here from. Uh, okay, no, that's not a quote, but I have, the source is the ATO. The ATO actually has like a whole rundown of private health and all of the surcharges and things on their website. And I will link all the sources in the show notes. So I got you fam, don't worry. Um, but lifetime health cover was introduced in July 2000 and it penalizes people 2% of the premium for every year over 30, starting on your base day, which is July 1st of the year you are 31. And this is added to the premium you pay when you take out hospital insurance. So it's basically a way of like making people get hospital and private health insurance early so they don't get slammed with like 10 or 20% in addition to the premium that they're paying. Right. Yes. So you have until you are 30, what? Well, July, wait, your birthday's in November though, right? September. September. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Fuck. I'm in trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) She forgot my birthday. Mm, Yeah. Unacceptable. It's not really, but um, like, so we do actually have like a solid five-ish year gap where you don't have to, and you can do like self-insuring thing if you're comfortable with that without any sort of like financial penalties. But after that, it gets (laughs) fucked. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like my last trip to the dentist alone was in the, was over $200 and Mm. that was just a regular checkup. Yes. Actually, let's- talk more about that. So, um, what does Medicare not cover? So dental is one Mm. of those things I know for a fact. And a, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. So I guess for me, just for me, especially I think dental art, no, Medicare does cover your eyes. No, it doesn't. It it doesn't cover your eyes. No, no. See, um, oh God, I've got this here somewhere in this document of mine. Um, Medicare doesn't cover dental. Um, it doesn't cover the cost of ambulances, glasses or contact lenses or hearing aids. And it also excludes therapies such as speech pathology, osteopathy, osteopathy and remedial, that one. Yeah. yeah. And, um, remedial massage. And that's from the HCF website. Well, from the, from Medicare.gov mm. as my rebuttal, because I knew you were going to bring it up. Because um, <laughs> I sent you the question. Well, it's true because but, but it's not necessarily stuff that maybe affects me personally, but I know mm. if it doesn't cover long-term care. Um, most dental care, as we've discussed, eye mm. examinations, dentures, cosmic surgery, acupuncture, mm. hearing aids and exams for fitting them, or my personal favorite, routine foot care. Routine, routine foot, foot care. Oh, well, think of this. People, think of this. People That's a who sexy are, service out there. It is. A, it's a kinky service. <laughs> it's, a, it's the kind of thing Tarantino would be going all over. If you think Kill Bill and those close-up feet shots, yeah. 
but no like it was interesting like so yeah there are some mm. things that medicare doesn't cover mm. but for me personally it's not that big of a deal but like mm. i'm in a fortunate situation where i make enough money to afford those mm. expenses when i need them yeah no absolutely and i think um certainly for a long along a lot of um young adults we might not be in that situation where like we have the money to pay for those premiums and so it's much more financially cost effective for us to just put aside like a little bit each month so that we can pay for it um when we need it uh i know personally like my personal history um ooh, i'm just gonna get a little bit intimate with you guys uh so uh Oh, it's never an easy way to say this. Fuck. Um, so I have had a very long, unfortunate medical history. Um, I had leukemia when I was three and I've had like um, skin problems, never broken a bone, but like, yes. Knock on that wood. Or knock, knock, knock on wood. <laughs> um, but, you know, like my family has had issues as well. And it's just been, uh, and like my teeth have just not little traitors that they are. Um, but like I've had a lot of that stuff. And so I'm very much about, no, I'm going to pay the fees. I'm going to get the insurance. So I know that that's where my personal bias lies. Um, just because I don't want to like be hospitalized and then be like, Oh, so that is $500 for pathology and 600 for the ambulance or what I'm, this isn't real numbers. I've just pulled them out of my ass. Um, but like, yeah, so that's my personal bias just in case the viewers at home. So here's my mm. question for you then mm. have, when you mm. said to yourself, okay, I'm thinking about getting health insurance. Mm. Were you swayed by your parents or family members? Absolutely. Because, I was because it seems to be the case where like they, they will tell you, yes, you have to get this. Like it's a terrible impersonation of my father. But it's just like, <laughs> well, yes, Dom, you got to, it's very worth it but mm. because of this and that and that. And then it always comes to, but only if you can afford it and it's up to you. So mm. you really like, that was my experience of it being like, ah. it's entirely up to you if you think you need it. If you asked my siblings, Mm. I think only my eldest brother or two of my brother, because I'm the youngest of five boys in my family. Mm. And I think the only two of them have private health insurance. One has it for work-related reasons in case Mm. he gets damaged at work with his photography Mm. gear or anything excessive like that. And the other also has two children. Mm -hmm. So he obviously has it. Yeah, see, I think it changes once you, yeah. But I'm actually not too sure if he does have it, but I'm sure he a small amount, especially like when my sister-in-law gave mm. birth to their second child, then they would have maybe taken care of it. That is a, that is a question mm. for them. But I think it, it depends on your circumstances as well. But I mean, I, I found myself getting so many different opinions mm. about private health insurance. And then even from close friends of mine, they're like, no, nah, mate, you don't need to work. That's a terrible Aussie accent. Because <laughs> in case you couldn't tell, I'm <laughs> British. And you, go, <laughs> and you just get, but I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Two immigrants to- weigh in on the Australian accent. <laughs> I am a citizen of this great country. But so am I. Yeah. I think we're, of course, because you're, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What? Well, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) We're both citizens. We're both citizens and they can't (laughs) kick us out. Oh, oh, no, mate. Like. No, no. I'm I'm a citizen. If you, as long as you have citizenship, they will not kick you out. No, mate. They still, no. Australia, the Australian government still reserves the right to revoke your citizenship if you like, um, Oh, fuck. If if you do stuff that they don't like, they can and will revoke your citizenship. I do a lot of things they like, so I think I'm okay. Well, look, I mean, mm. like we we are not, we are two like white, middle class, educated people. I don't think that like we have a couple of layers of privilege working in our favor here. Probably, like yeah. we're not yeah. the people that the government is going to be like, well. It's like, oh, they're coming after Dom or Paula. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. 
Like they could probably know they could knock on that door right now and just like bang in. They t- they yeah. could. They could. You guys have- didn't pay for your health insurance. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. This is it. Like we just, we were listening in on the pod. Yeah. Mm, exactly. But like, um, like you were saying, it, it's very much an individual choice and it's a lot to do with money. And part of the reason why um, they've brought in the lifetime health cover loading is because they're trying to encourage young people to take out private health insurance before they may necessarily need it. I was reading a couple of articles and basically um, Australians have had a tendency uh, since health insurance premiums have been rising. And I think I've got the number here. So um, July 1st last year, health health premiums rose 4% um, or just under and they continue to grow. And so because of, you know, like rising costs, but fairly stagnant wages, most people were choosing not to take out private health insurance until like they needed it. Like when they were in their mid to late forties, fifties, sixties, when, you know, like you do have more health concerns, you are more susceptible to uh, being sick, really. Like all, all the, the body, bad, all the bad Yeah. Stuff. Like yeah. aging. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Um, and so like the uh, lifetime health, whatever, the loading thing where you get slapped with 2% for every year that you don't take out private health insurance, um, that was to like encourage people to take it back on. But like the government has put a lot of incentives in there to get people to take out private health insurance. Um, and it's not, you know, quiet about that. Like you get a private health insurance rebate, which is it's so much to do with your taxable income. And I can only absorb so much information from the ATO, you guys. I'm very sorry. I tried. Have you tried going on the website? I have. Like, I, I spent is, three hours on there, man. It is like a Zodiac puzzle. Like you literally need to know. <laughs> it is so complicated, especially like just having- string. Well, also having just moved house and the oh, fact that God. they have to, you have to tell so many people that you've changed address and mm. you've got to tell these people where you've gone. And then it gets to the point with the Australian tax office where mm. you actually have to call them up and say, your website is shit. I'm mm. just going to have to- Call somebody up and actually speak to a person because yeah. this is not working. And I want to speak to a human being, damn mm. it. It's just one of those conversations that you have with a human being. It's not mm. that, tr- can't, it's just it's extra stress that you don't need. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas if it's like, if it's your, your local doctor, then you're like, yep, that's fine. Mm. Or when I told my dentist I was changing address, I was like, oh, most people don't tell us that they're moving address. I'm mm. like, thank you. It's like, well, I give you enough of my money. So yeah. I'm not, mean- not using those exact words. <laughs> It was more they like, did. well, we've we've been together long enough that I'll tell you when I'm moving they house. They did try and fix my tooth not too long because I don't know uh. if you can tell. So the front of my tooth is uh-huh. chipped. Oh, it's just a tiny one. Very tiny one. Well, I was a, so I lent, I lent over a computer. I was ta- mm. when I was a student. I lent over and I was in the Mac the computer suites mm. and I lent over the computer and I was talking at the same time. I went, oh, on, and this was on a iMac as well. On oh, Halloween. okay. So like, the I would whole, like to describe that for the listeners at home. So, um, so like, the edge of his tooth met the hard surface of an iMac computer um they fell in love and the tooth broke away from dom to pursue basically the entire corner came off and it was not yeah. just like remember like mm. my gum bleed got oh Ooh. that's a piece of my tooth oh mm. yeah this is great yeah like a few months after i'd happened my burn <laughs> no <laughs> so it comes in spades for you it's not like, like you're healthy for most of the year but then you'll get like hit with a couple of things in a row it's just ironic but i have actually just thought of an example about mm when it might be less beneficiary to have healthcare, like Ooh. to side with your yeah. argument a little mm-hmm. bit. So years ago, my brother Seb in mm. the space of a few months, he had stitches in his thumb. Mm. He had eyebrow, his eyebrow cut open. Ooh. He broke one of his fingers. And oh also he was running up the Queen street escalators to catch his train trips on the escalator. Oh no. And then gets up oh, and then no. discovers he's bleeding and he thinks it's a nosebleed oh, and he's actually no. cut open his nose so the entire left side of his nose is completely 
cut open and bleeding and then he has to Sorry for the graphic listeners at no, home. No, it's okay. I'm just basically the doctors had to fold okay, him open. Right? He's fine. Okay. But they cool. basically had to fold his nose open like a book, fix Ooh. the bone. <laughs> fold his nose open but like that, a he's book. He's permanently he permanently can't <laughs> smell certain oh, things now okay. as a side effect. And then this was also a few weeks before we were going back to England for a wedding. Oh. And then after that was all fixed up and he got home, we'd had I remember it so well. We have an apple crumble for dinner. And he had to open the custard up and he opened the custard and he's like, do you need a tin opener? So no, nah, I'll be fine. Opens it up oh and then God. he cuts his thumb open. Uh, and I just remember my dad going, sake. seriously, sir? <laughs> just, seriously? Like, you've just come out of hospital. Oh God. So like you're talking about five mm. consistent trips. So if yeah. you're prone to accident, mm. go for your life. Yeah. Or if you know, like if mm. you're a walking disaster, mm. then sure. That was just a If you're of- a hot mess like me. Uh, (laughs) yeah um oh actually I did want to put in here though so um there are three different types of things so there's medicare which we all pay Mm -hmm. using our tax um that's the medicare levy yay universal healthcare fucking love medicare man. so good oh fuck I love medicare anyway um so there's that but then there is private health insurance which is different to hospital cover yes and different to ambulance cover and I just wanted to like put that out there because you can get different layers of coverage and you have to make sure that like, you know, you get what you want, but it's very important if you're like, if you're like Dom and you don't want to pay for health insurance, cause that's silly. And you don't really want to pay for hospital cover because like, you know, he's, uh, I don't know, got a magically healing body or some shit. Um, just lucky. Yeah. Just but, seriously comes down to luck. I mean. Or genetics. That too. Just, you're surrounded by people who uh, do get hurt or hit mm. all the time. And I've just been really fortunate. I mean, maybe surely probably one day something maybe bad may happen. Are you gonna, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as we finish this podcast, we're going to push her down the stairs yeah. and, and we never saw Dom again. <laughs> but no, it, yeah. I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to like, mm. if it's me, it's just personal preference. I mean, Absolutely. I, I could try and sway your opinion and mm. I've probably failed a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> but I think it just comes down to like, for me, as I say, mm. I think if you put a little bit of money aside, and do it that way for self-serve mm. just for a couple of years. And who knows, you may mm. get a full-time job in a few years and you Absolutely. may- Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's a very, very personal decision. But I'd say like maybe, I mean, obviously you are a grown man and you can do what you wish, sir. But like obviously health, hospital and um, private health doesn't appeal to you, but maybe ambulance would. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that would be separate. And so like if you were going to go and get cover taken out and you wanted to self-insure- but only wanted to pay for ambulance cover. Like ambulance is a fucking expensive man. Like ambulance trips cost a couple of hundred. Well, like, when you go to, if you do go to chat to somebody mm. about having the truck and say down the track, like Medibank, Medi mm. they, you will go and tell them basically what you want to be insured for. Mm. So if you say to them, Paula, like, I want to mm. have this thing insured. I want to have this thing insured. Like, okay. Blah, 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 blah. We'll come up with a quote for you. And then that's how much it would cost. And then you will Fantastic. know how much that would go. The other thing they do is on their webs, on the Medibank website. Yeah. And I have it in front of me. This is not a plug for Medibank. This is not so a plug for Medibank But if they want to pay me, I will accept their money. So it, if you, there is a Medicare calculator, surcharge calculator mm. that you can do. So if you Ooh. let them know how much per mm. year you make, they will let you know if you can start paying. Kind of like your hex debt. It yeah. will tell you like if you make enough money to start paying that oh, back. Oh, yeah. I think the ATA has got that as well. Like, yes, So there's um, the Medicare mm. surcharge calculator and then there's also- one for, nope, gone out my head. But there is oh, a third one. Yes, there there is a third one. Um, I will say though, that when it comes to like different levels of color and stuff, that very exciting news folks. So uh, the very government, yes, yes. Uh, mm, divine. <laughs> 
Doing impressions now? I don't know. I don't know. What, all right, come on. Lay on <laughs> okay, me. so the, the news, right? Um, the government has recently announced that there will be reforms to the way that health insurers will be allowed to classify their packages. So it has to be within four tiers. That is gold, silver, bronze, and basic. And those will come into effect on the 1st of April, 2019. Um, there's a PDF which tells you like exactly what insurers can provide in each package. So it's not just like um, up to their discretion on what is what level of cover and what is included in that. Like the government is putting in guidelines for what they can include for like a basic package and what that constitutes and what they can include for like a gold package. Um, so some stuff might be um, ambulance and hospital cover may be included. I, I don't know. I didn't read it. But like that may be included in all basic packages. And in that case, like it makes sense for someone like me who is not earning a whole hell of a lot of money, but is very much onto the private health bandwagon um, to get onto that. So, uh, yes, I just wanted to put that out there to inform the listeners. I would like to see what those options are before I make yes. a decision. Oh, my God, right? Absolutely. So it's on, it's it's all on well the government good, website. Well, it's all well and good to promote something, and then you've actually got to wait and see what they actually offer you. Like, yeah, but, but there's like- Because they um, say there are three packages. Available. Four packages. Four packages, four packages available. available. And on the PDF that you can download from, what website is it? Another um, plugin. It's another plugin. No, it's, it's another, um, I'm pretty sure it's the ATO again. Um, but it is a government website. Yeah. Look, the, I just want to be friends with the ATO because I would rather be their friend than not be their friend. (laughs) They're scary, but, um, like they tell you what, um, is restricted and like what levels of cover for a particular therapy or something has to be included. So like, it seems that they're actually creating a fairly, um, easier to understand way of understanding what you're getting because that has been a major issue for people in the past because things change as well. Like you can't just set and forget the premiums go up and then your private health insurer can also change their packages. So if you land up in like a dentist's office and they're like, it's fine, my private health will cover this. And they can be like, "Mm, not anymore. Mm. Fun times. I'll probably go to a different dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Easier to change the dentist than it is to change the health insurer. No, I see your point. That would be a bit of a shit storm to go through. Yeah, yeah. Mm. absolutely. Mm. Like I think that well, that's one of the many shitty things about private health insurance. Like it is expensive and it does change and it does get more expensive. But there are options. Yes, there are options. Yeah. If you can afford them. It's always sadly yeah. going to come back to money. So unfortunately. much is about money. Yeah. Or it makes the world go round. It I mean. does. What, was it Liza Minnelli? That song? I don't money know. makes the world go around. From na, Cabaret. Na, na, na. Yes, that one. Yeah. Thank you. From that big movie. Yeah, yeah that big movie, right? Mm. I saw that when I was 13 and I remember vividly uh, a girl called Ashley Lopez telling me that she didn't believe that I'd seen it. I was like, oh, okay. Did Ashley Lopez have private health insurance? <laughs> I don't know. You should um, ask her. I'd, I should. I mean, I haven't spoken to her for many years. She's still back in South Africa. I have no idea what she's doing now. Ashley, if you're listening to Paula's podcast in South mm-hmm. Africa, let her know if you have private health insurance because it'd be <laughs> a good bit of feedback from tonight. Yeah. That? Well, I mean, like uh, South Africa's a different kettle of fish. Like we do have public hospitals and stuff, but we don't have like, a, as far as I'm aware anyway, like we don't have as much of a universal healthcare thing. And like I was in a public hospital when I had leukemia and they took very good care of me, but things have since changed slightly in the past 25 years. You should look up the English healthcare. It is oh, the so NHS? good. Yes. The NHS oh my God. Save the NHS. Yeah. I am all, I, I will cheer the NHS on from like five oceans away, man. It's There's actually cool. also a really good documentary that came mm. out years ago that Michael Moore did where he compared, um, 
health insurance with mm-hmm. American, Canada, and English. Ooh. I cannot remember the name of it, but as soon as we wrap up, I'll be able to tell you what it is. Yeah, text but it to me and I'll say, put it in um, the show notes. It's probably on Netflix if you can find it, but yeah, it's like Michael mm. Moore and he basically compares, basically saying that the, the American healthcare is crap, mm-hmm. which, which it is. Yeah, it is. And then he goes to somewhere like Canada where like mm. marijuana is free and then there are all these great benefits That's that right. go on in Canada. Yeah. And then in England where like if you give birth to a baby, it's like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about paying the fees. That's right. Like it is so expensive, like obstetrics. Obstetrics. Thank you, Zane. I was obstetrician. Babies are expensive, you guys. Like prenatal, natal, postnatal. <laughs> All of that is expensive. It's so expensive. And there's so many things that I didn't know. And But yeah, it, it, like, it talks about so many different aspects. And I don't know why mm-hmm. it's the case. It could be the case about how the government's doing, the, how much the money population, mm-hmm. of the, the money, how much people in the population are making and can afford it as well, yeah. which is why the way it's. I don't know how relevant it would be today, but it, like a lot of the stuff it covers mm. is in relation to some of the stuff we talked about tonight. So also if you're listening at home, that'd be a good mm. thing to check out as well. Absolutely. When I can remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We will put it in the show notes. We have got you. It'll be fine. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to like put in before we wrap up? I guess especially for you, because you're the mm. one that's considering getting it more than me sooner. Absolutely. Is just look at your options. Yes. Seriously, look I'm at your options. look at all of those asterisks. There's more asterisks. And also, if you text. can also financially afford it, like put a little bit aside because mm. you never know one day, like you could do something stupid, like break mm. a bone or do something <laughs> else. And then, like, I'm going to keep doing it. Like it's, it's, it's worked so far. <laughs> so I'll keep going. Um, it's just like a good idea. Like I call, like, call it like the your rainy day fund, you know, mm. just like, it's just good to have it set aside. Cause you never know. Mm. Like one the oh day. shit fund. I could chip another tooth. Who knows? You know, yeah. like who knows? Or I may need to get dentures. Like I've still got wisdom teeth coming through, you mm. know? So. I had my wisdom teeth out. Mm. Yeah. So I can't with that mine. Was, man, that, that was weird. Mm. Like it's all in your mouth, but it hurts a lot for a long, for like a solid four days. I was doped up on painkillers and like, because you're sitting still for a long time, that takes a toll on your and body. Did you have issues like pronouncing certain words like F and all that? Just like, <laughs> I don't. My name is, my name is Paula. I like Hello, my name is Paula. Um, well, actually, it wouldn't have been an issue for me because like uh, my family two generations ago is Spanish, but like um, Catalan, Spanish. So mm. it would have been fine. I would have had the accent. Accent? Accent. accent. <laughs> yeah, because um, Catalan, Spanish has a... They don't do a sound. That's Mexican Spanish. It's Different. the opposite for me because we have Irish ancestry. So mm. hello there, Dominic. <laughs> like just be mumbling your words all the time. Would not understand. Like I'm pretty sure even they didn't have health insurance. Mm. I could ask. I mean, you could. <laughs> I could ask my 95 year old granddad who's still walking. Mm. So I mean, but he's doing all right. I don't even think he's gotten. Yeah. I want, it'd be an interesting conversation. Like you should ask an elderly person. Yeah. Did you get private health insurance? Did you get private? Mm. I'm sure they did. Maybe I can do that. Maybe does anyone have a grandparent that I can do? Oh, I can bring my neighbor in. Her name's Granny Joan and she is kick-ass, you guys. She is 88 this year. It's real cool. And what does she, what she just kind of, li- what does she do? She, or did do? Uh, she actually did a lot of things. Um, she did. Okay. So first she was a swimming instructor um, and then she also ran like Cub Scouts and stuff. Um, and then she moved over to Australia. It's another South African. Well, mm. the, the only people that I live near are immigrants. Um, uh, it's, it's just like a tribal thing, you guys. <laughs> but it would be interesting to see, ask her mm. if that was something, she, or even if she had it mm. when she was our age. Well, yeah, certainly um, her husband, who recently passed away, unfortunately, he had a lot of health complications towards the end of his life. Um, but I don't know if they had health insurance. So. 
that's yeah. a whole other conversation. That, that's a whole other conversation. Do you need health insurance when you are 70? Yes. Yes, you do. Don't argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so wrapping up my mm. thoughts, I guess, like weigh out your options, make mm. sure you have some money aside mm. and just see what you can do. Like, and don't, don't stress. I think it's stressing out a little too much. Well, that's but me in general though. Like no. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm all panic and no disco, you guys. I'll, I'll panic in Lycra and sequence, but that's as fun as it can get. But you'll still dance to panic at the disco? Yeah, Okay, then. all right, that's fine yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, but yeah, like you, when you get to that point when you, is your birthday, mm. remember to have a birthday, by the way, and just remember to yourself, oh yeah, okay. this is actually a party, I can have fun. Yeah. Um, and then you can be like, oh, that's something I can think about. Mm. Yeah. The the main thing is um, not to panic too much. If you are like me, panicking is kind of part of the life. So set aside an hour of your crying time and be like, this is the time that I will panic. And then after that, take a deep breath and, you know, evaluate your options. Sounds a good plan. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's how I govern my life. I set aside crying time. <laughs> That's how I make it through you guys. No. <laughs> no, it's not a sad thing. Like, ooh. Oh. Has and it's Two time for us to go, you guys, quite unceremoniously. I was just getting into this. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Um, thanks again to Zane C. Weber at That's Not Canon Productions for recording and producing the show. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott. Music arranged by Jessica Fletcher. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod. And one last time, Dom, where can we find you? You can find my personal film business at DM underscore moving image on Instagram. Sweet. All right. That is it for today. I hope that we learned you a thing or two and you aren't panicking as hard as I was about private health beforehand. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. The world is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons... Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical... Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.